So has someone ever come to you and really asked you to lay it all out? What's your goals? What's your aspirations? What are you thinking? What's next? What's on the radar? What can the people expect? Have you ever just had so many things, whether they be written down, whether they be in your head, whether it be things that you talked about, whether you have a mood board, whether you just have, however you keep track of what you have going on. But have you ever tried to articulate that and you just not been able to? Have you ever just been so excited about what's to come, about what you're thinking, about how motivated you are, that you couldn't even really explain that to the next person, let alone in your head, you couldn't get the thoughts together? Well, that's exactly how my ear feels because you know, becoming licensed, being able to do hair and being booked out in Philadelphia, oh, that was just the, the, the very bottom of the foundation. Being able to then travel to Atlanta, getting a lot of good feedback, getting a lot of good word of mouth and report from the ladies out there, only motivated her some more and really allowed her to stack some more onto the top of that foundation. Having a family as well, recognizing that it's not just about her. She wants to go hard and she wants to put everybody around her in position or oh, well, she's continuing to stack and stack and stack that foundation. But for her, she recognizes that it's so much more to this. There's so much more to the world. Yes, she did Philadelphia. She can do Atlanta. Florida may be next, who knows, you gotta watch the episode. But for her, it's not just about the United States, it's about going international. It's about really scaling beyond what words can even measure. But how does she do that? She talked a lot about that and what she's thinking and just, you know, how she continues to even stay motivated, how she continues to push herself, but also how it has not been the easiest path, but how she still stayed on it nonetheless. So without further ado, enjoy episode 112, An Unfathomable Vision. All right, so welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. Man, look, yo, we taking this one back. Like, this is, this is, whoo, this is middle school days. Like, yo, the, so, the, so the young woman who I'm sitting across from right now, Maya Ross, man, this is somebody who I went to middle school with, like somebody who, yeah, just like that, man. This was years ago. This was somebody who, you know, we wasn't thinking about business. We wasn't thinking about podcasting, none of that, anything like that. We was just kids trying to have fun, trying to go to school, get our education because we had to and really make it happen. But the fact that I was able to actually get reconnected to her via social media, see everything that she was doing, actually found out that I know her cousin, mutual friend of ours, shout out Jay, yeah, uh, man, I, I that, that's just so crazy, but it really just goes to show a small world. So even after I was able to kind of get reconnected with her, saw a lot of the dope things she was doing, saw a lot of the dope things that she's still doing and just saw, you know, the drive, the ambition, just having a family, just still making everything happen. And I'm proud of that, especially because one, she younger than me. She really making it happen. She really getting to it. She really grinding it out. But two, just because, you know, just in the times that we're in pandemic everything expensive just life is hitting just we don't really know you wake up every day just seems totally different so the fact that you know even throughout all of that she's still been able to make a living provide and really make it happen y'all see the background look she 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 really do that they look at that some of y'all don't even know the words on the back on the back of them boards so look we really gonna get it so no Maya, very happy to be sitting down with you how are you doing how is everything Thank you so much for having me. Um, everything is going well. Like you said, we go way back, like full flex on the Cadillac uh, middle school days. Um, yeah, everything has been everything has been great. I'm just breezing through life. I'm just happy to be here. Absolutely. I love that. Okay, so one, look, I know we're about to have Philly in the building. I know we're going to have Florida in the building, North Carolina, Atlanta. 
everybody. But I also know we're going to get some 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 stragglers and people along the way who may just be tapping into this for the first time, who may not know about you, may not know about me, vice versa. So one, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? And then two, can you just tell us what brings you on the podcast today? Absolutely. So my name is Maya. Um, I also go by, by Miss Matai. I'm a licensed cosmetologist in the Philadelphia area. I also do hair in Atlanta now. Um, so I travel between the two. But most importantly, before any of that, um, I'm a mother first. I have two beautiful little boys. Um, one is going to be five on Friday. One just turned five months today. Um, and yes, that's pretty much my life. I take care of my kids. I go to work. I love my family. And that's pretty much it. And what? what brings me on the podcast today is Tamar. Um, first of all, shout out to you even having this podcast. I definitely tuned into a lot of your episodes. And this is like really something major. So super proud of you about that. And I'm here to just get down to business, talk about what's going on in my world um, and, you know, connect with some people who may not know me, maybe some people who've heard of me who want to get to know me a little bit more, people who have been wondering about me who might want to get in my chair um, and some out of towners. I'm ready to lock in with people all across the world. Like, Come on, y'all. She said she said Atlanta just that's not the that's not the final destination. She said she that's definitely not the final to destination. Right now. So you said okay, licensed cosmetology. So as somebody who knows nothing about that, nothing about in that field, I do know, you know, you need that license to really, you know, make them hands work and everything like that. What really is that process? Is it different de depending on where you are? Did you have to do anything different with getting established in Atlanta versus being in Philly or anything like that? What was that process for you even to realize that, yo? I want to do this. I love this. You know, I care about beauty. I care about how I look. I want other women to feel the same way. How did that really work for you? Um, so I got my license in, I want to say 2015. It was, no, 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 no. I went to hair school in 2015. I can't remember. I got my license in 2016, maybe. 2016, I got my license. Um, I went to hair school. I went to the Beauty Institute in Northeast Philadelphia. Um, I went to school for about 12 months. Uh, at first I was going full time. Then I had to switch to part time. I got pregnant with my first son and um, it was a process. It wasn't hard though. It was something that I wanted to do. So I knew I had to stay focused. I knew I had to stay on top of my game and I just worked hard um, to get done. So that pretty much was like, itself I don't know if you can hear my baby crying hear my baby crying his dad is in there with him um but that was that was just straightforward like straight through I went to school I got finished um I started working in the salon I was in and out of different salons trying to just find my way trying to find out like where I fit it um Atlanta actually just came about not too long ago I always had been saying that I wanted to travel to Atlanta to do hair um, but the time just never like really worked for me and never like I just never made it there I always was either with my son before I had two sons I just you know was with the one son or I was always working or might not have had the money to do it or whatever the case may have been um, but after I had my youngest son I finally was like man it's time like 
there's so much out here, so much more to life. And I've been doing hair in Philly for so long. My books are always full. I'm always busy. I'm always like on go mode all the time in Philly. And it's just trying to take my talent somewhere else. So um, I was working in a salon before I got my studio. I was working in a salon with somebody for about like two years. And then one day she just fired me like... <laughs> she just fired me and I was stuck because I didn't know what to do like I didn't know where I was going to go like that put like the fire under my under my behind um and it just took me to the next level um shortly after that happened I was just blessed with my studio and I've been there for almost two years now so I've just been really like grinding just trying to work hard get out there and reach new heights reach new levels to just provide a life of luxury for my children and just really like take this to where I know it could go. It's just crazy that you say that because you know, a lot of times, a lot of different things happen. Like you said, from the pregnancy to just you having to lock in to you just being fired unexpectedly, everything. A lot of, a lot of those things can deter people. You know, you can lose motivation. You cannot really want to lock in. You cannot really want to stay locked in. But the fact that, you know, you recognize this, like you said, you knew you was having it. The Philly books was always there. They wanted to be in the chair. They wanted to really make things happen. That keeps the motivation going. That keeps things, you know, it, it makes it a little less of a burden to bear when it's really something right. that you want to do. So I would, something that really comes to mind for me. So, okay. How did you, how through all of this, did you continue to stay motivated? Cause I know for me, like, well, not even for me, I'm not gonna speak for me. Cause mm -hmm. I would have I I held it down. We would have held it down. But how do you, with everything going on, with everything coming your way, with unexpected, with, with things kind of going left a little bit, how do you still stay in this industry? How do you still stay doing what you do? How do you still be Miss Mai Tai, even through everything, we're still taking care of your family, we're still, you know, having to provide, we're still having to even live your life, that balance and everything like that. Cause I see you, you directing the kids in the background and everything. Yeah, it's like you, it's so like you, crazy. Right. So that's what I'm saying. How is it, how is it all just so second nature to you? Um, honestly, it's um, hold on, I'm sorry, one second. I just got to how to make this bottle. Put eight ounces of water in there first. If I put no, 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 bottle of water right here. Sorry, I got like everybody like on pins, uh, pins and needles right now trying to help me out. Eight ounces of water and four scoops. Got it? Thank you so much. Um, Honestly, I just, you know, you want to know the truth? Can I say this on here? It's not a curse word. You could curse too. Like, curse I, was, I was going to let you know because you said behind. I feel like you Yeah, I, I ain't know where we were getting. I'm going to keep it all the way funky with you. You can say whatever you want. All the way funky with you. I smoke weed. Like, that keep me like focused. Sometimes you sometimes you need your little pick me up, and I'm not gonna lie. I don't want nobody thinking I'm on the internet or like this is my pinky up. I smoke a little bit of weed. It keep my mind clear, um, and it helps me get through my days. At the end of the night, I literally like you would have to be a fly on my wall like to see like how the hell do this girl really do it? Like I just go, and a lot of the reason why I just go is because my main reason is my children. Like I can't just take a break. If mommy having a bad day, the world don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's like, I got to figure it out. I might be shirt on a client, but a bill got to get paid. I got to figure it out. Like I got to figure, I just got to figure it out. 
Um, so my children and my family, my family as a whole, I'm very family oriented. Like my family is over here right now. Like I'm like everybody, be quiet. I have to do an interview. I gotta get us rich and famous, y'all. Be quiet. <laughs> so my family is really like my why. That's my my top motivation before anything. Um, and I know how to pray. Like I'm a prayer warrior. So those are like my main things that just keep me going. Like my family. God first always, and then I have to have my reefer. Like I got to get my little smoke in to keep me level headed. Um, but other than that, I just I I got tunnel vision. Like I know where I'm headed. I know where I want to be, and I know none of this stuff come overnight. And I'm not a one hit wonder. Like I want to be mentioned with the legends. I want my name to to last. I want my name to linger on. So I just stay focused, keep my head in the game. And I just see the end of the tunnel. And um, I just keep my kids in my head. Like I want to be able to provide a, a life of luxury for them. I don't want any of the, I don't want them to think that any of this stuff is like, they're not supposed to have it or they got lucky. Like, no, like mommy bust her ass. Like mommy and daddy bust their ass for y'all to have this kind of life or to have these kinds of things. So my family is definitely like my biggest, biggest, biggest motivation. That's, you know, that's so real. It's just like, you know, when you, it's one thing to be a, be a child, be, you know, have your parents in front of you, have people around you, have people tell you that. But it's another thing when you're cultivating your own culture, in a sense, starting your own family, building right. your own foundation from the ground up, it makes you take things a lot more seriously. I don't have kids, but I could definitely be the first to tell you if I did. Or I'd probably move a lot differently. I'd probably be recording every damn day if I had to, or just make it, the, you know, because that just puts you in a different space to where it's not about what I want to do or what I feel like doing. It's about what needs to be done, what needs to happen. Some days you probably come home or you probably looking at your books or you probably looking at the schedule like, damn, I got to do that? Every I, day. I, I like myself up for that, like for real. But it's every just like, day, every day, yeah. like you said, it's this. Yeah. Worry about what's going on out here. I can't take one away. I can't go either. I have to stay here because yeah. I know if I, if, if, as long as I stay here, I'm gonna be able to enjoy all of this. I'm gonna, yeah. and that's something that I have to realize within my own stuff. I literally was just thinking to my, I was at a forty under forty event tonight, and I was literally just listening to some of these people's resumes to what people are doing, introducing myself to them afterwards, just talking to them. I'm talking to COOs, CFOs, marketing people. I'm talking to people who done bought, bought their company millions and billions of dollars and they're not even 40 years old and I'm 26 years old. Like, wow. That should make you feel like, God damn, I'm in the wrong business. It's like, no, what, what have I been doing? Like, why right, am I not, right. you know, why am I not, why is my name not on one of them plaques with them award? Why do I just have a name tag sitting at the table? Shout out to my man, Nick, Nikki D, who was able to, you know, invite me, give me that experience. But it's just like, yo, it lit a different type of fire into me and really made me realize, yo, it's so much out here. Like, right. just when you think you're doing good, you eating. Yes, you could be your worst critic, but it's still, you know, you celebrate yourself, you give yourself grace and everything like that. Mm -hmm. you, know, you peek around the corner a little bit, you like, I doing enough. Like, they doing that? I go yeah. to, I came to Florida, I'm like, and they having it out here like that. You in Atlanta, so I already know you see, I tell people Atlanta is the hub, yo. If you do something, if you want opportunity, if you just want to get your foot in the door somewhere, if you nice, if you if you don't got no worries about what you do, you just want to pop your, your, your ish unconditionally, go to Atlanta. You either yeah, going to make or you going to break. You know, so yeah. I, I feel that 100%. So something that you said, a simple sentence that I just want you to expound on a little further. I know where I want to be. Where do you want to be? 
what is what does that look like for you? What is what is Miss Mata? Because like you said, the books is filled. You in a different city already, but you recognize that that ain't it. The sky is really the sky. I'm gonna almost say the sky is, the is my step stool. I'm the floor, sky right? We That's still got exactly. So where yeah. you know you said I know where I want to be. Where is that? I want to be like this is such an interesting question, and you know why? Because when I say I know where I want to be, where I want to be, I can't even imagine if that makes sense. Like it's deep. You feel me? It's the I don't ever really get to come on these kinds of things and like really talk. So like this might get a little deep. And a lot of people might really feel where I'm coming from. Like when your vision is so like when your vision is so crisp and you work so hard and you know that you're not even in your prime yet, it's like, damn. It's almost scary to me. Like it keeps me up at night. It wake me up in the middle of the night. Like where I want to be is so far like ahead of me. I could see it, but I can't, I can't really tell you because it's so crazy. It's so unimaginable that like, I don't even know how to put it in words. I just know that all the work that I'm going to put in is going to leave me with the legends or my name is going to be mentioned with the highest of the highest. And you're going to see, Miss Mata doing hair for the for the greats, like you know, like that's where I'm at with it. And not only do I want to just do hair for like big people and celebrities, because my clients right now, those is my celebrities. Don't get me wrong, those is my celebrities. They show up for me. They they keep my lights on. They feed my they they, they feed my children. Those is my celebrities. But when I get into that different room, I want to be able to have the kind of recognition to where I don't even got to say who I am. They just know when they see me, they like, Oh yeah, that's such and such. Oh yeah, girl, I need to get my hair done. This is a, you know what I'm saying? And I want to be able to teach other entrepreneurs. Cause not even just on a hair tip, I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I haven't had a nine to five. Well, I'm not gonna say I haven't had a nine to five because the studio is my nine to five. I'm in there. But I haven't punched a clock in a long time. And no no offense to nobody that do, because we all got to get it how we do. But I am like an entrepreneur, like an entrepreneur. I handle business, though. I'm professional. But just to cultivate and just to work in my own element for myself, like I wake up every day and have all the power in my hands. I know how to talk to people. I know how to deal with people. And people don't come to me to get their hair done because I'm good at hair. That's a plus. But the main reason why people come to me is because I know how to treat people. My community, my my community, my communication is superb. My customer service is A1. I make everybody feel like a celebrity. I make everybody feel good. If you scroll through my page, all of those reels and stuff, everybody is like, ear to ear, Kool-Aid smiles. Like, you're going to feel good when you walk out of here. We're going to have a good conversation. We're going to chop it up. I'm going to drop some jewels on you, and I'm going to see you the next time you come, you know? Um, so that's, like, major for me. I want to be able to teach and allow other people to grow because we see all these people, the little babies, the Jada Waiters, the art, like, you know, all them people. We see all those people, they young, and they getting it. 
but they they in their own lane. We can't get caught up in how other people is getting to this money, how other people is becoming millionaires. We can only use that to thrive off of to to use it as a a push to get towards where we're going. Um, and it's so hard not to get caught up in social media. It's so hard not to get caught up in looking like the it girl, looking like the it guy and making sure we have all of these things, but not really being sufficient in real life. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to just give those tools and guide other people to really grow and just believe in themselves and push forward and go after everything that they want. Um, I, my One of my greatest friends to, told me nothing separates me between my dreams except for time. Shara, matter of fact. I know you know Shara. That's my girl. That's my girl. That's my girl. It's the black girl world traveler right there. Black girl world traveler. That's my black girl. girl world traveler. Yeah, she responded that love. She the reason why I reposted your flyer. She sent it to me and said, yo, that's, that's why I followed you girl. and everything. That's, that's, I'm not going to lie. She really, how this really came about. Not because, like, no, because Jay had hit me like, yo, you know my cousin, like, da 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 Like, I was yeah. like, yeah, like, yo, we, yeah, we go way back. Like, yo, she doing this, she doing that. Shira literally DM me your flyer and said, yo, we post this for me. I said, wait, hold on. That's my ear? Oh, yeah, hold on. Oh, we good. You said, thank I said, oh, yeah, we about to lock this in. But the fact that, oh, like you said, you said it. Those, those people mean the world to you because they are doing everything for you that they have to do for you. People don't understand that I have a nine to five. You know, I would love to be doing this podcast full time, but people also don't understand. Y'all are what make the podcast. I could get on here and talk to my, I could have had this screen just me. I could have rapped about whatever y'all wanted me to rap about. The con I can I can give y'all content. You want me to give you? I I got hella ideas. I got a lot right. of things to say. I could come on. I got I I got all of that. I I could we could do the catchy TikToks and all of that. I, I ain't about to be in here dancing, but <laughs> we can get right. But the fact that you know people really also see that vision, also trust you, also want to put their faith in you, and especially with hair, because, you know, everybody can't touch the head, man. That's just right, right, right. different, you know, but the fact that, like you said, these 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 people are really, you know, trusting you, recognizing that, one, the work speaks for itself, the ethic, but it's you. It's, it's not always about the work ethic. Yes, the fact that you do hair, great. Oh, that's a plus. That's good, but the fact that, you know, you're a great communicator. You make me feel good. You're personable. You actually follow up. You're professional with it. The content, all of that. Oh, well, shit. That the the hair. You do hair well. Oh, well, that's just the icing on the cake. Look at how right. look at what you really do well as a full time entrepreneur, like you said, because that's not an easy task. That's not something that you just wake up every day and you just fully immersed in. Neither right. is a nine to five. I don't wake up every day just ooh, I'm oh shit. Let, 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 let me go clock right. today. Like I'm ready to get out. Right. I was almost late this morning just because I wasn't feeling. I was tired. Like it, it just mm -hmm. is with this real life. But the fact that you know when you're working for yourself, you have these feelings even tenfold. And the fact that you know you know you don't answer to anybody. You know you really could do what you want to do if you don't want to. If you're nine to five, say you got to be there at eight o'clock. You better be there at eight o'clock. But if you work for yourself and you tell yourself, oh, I want to be there. I, I want to get in the studio at eight o'clock. You look at the clock, it's like 7.15. You like, all right, I can snooze a little bit. It ain't too bad. That's when, you know, that's that's really the discipline. That's really when it, it shows you how bad you want it, how bad you really want to do what you do. So I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, you, you said something to me that I love. Where I want to be, what I want to do is scary. I can't even fathom. I can't even really put it into words because I just want that much for myself. And I think that that's so important. You have to, one, 
be your worst critic. I think that that's important. But two, you got to be your biggest supporter. As much as you're going to give yourself hell, call yourself out, be hard on yourself. I should have did this. I should have did that. You also have to give yourself grace and celebrate everything that comes with it. Celebrate the small wins. Celebrate the fact that you was able to get booked up today. Because it's something you had to punch that clock today and won't see a paycheck for you. You cash that out at the end of the night if you really wanted to. You go home, kick it with your family, you'll be all right. Some of us really still spending the clock, still spending wheels, still trying to put time in to get that paycheck in two weeks, knowing they're going to tax it still. So it's just like the fact that you thoroughly immersed. They tax me. They tax me. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, you already know that. But sure, I'll take take them over them over them because if, oof. I yeah. got a couple of my paychecks like, damn, y'all could have kept that. Like, how on, what y'all going to give me? Right. But right. the fact that, you know, you you recognize that and you still grind and you still even take the extra step to really make it happen. I think mm-hmm. that that's so important. So I feel like you kind of already answered a little bit, but I just want a, a more like I, I just want the ladies to not have any questions about it. When when somebody is coming to book with Miss Maatai, when somebody is utilizing your services, when somebody uses that booking email and all of that everything like that what can they expect from you what different i'm not even going to really say what differentiates you but what experience am i going to get coming to you coming to get my hair done coming to do a consultation whatever the case may be what am i going to get with you that's going to make me say yo you know what i actually like that i'm gonna follow up and i'm gonna i'm gonna do that again so when you come to me first and foremost the ambiance of the studio is so serene it's so peaceful it's so nice people walk in like dang I didn't even know this building was right here so just to clarify my suite is in a um a building with other salon suites um so you have to have a code to get in the door you gotta have you gotta have a wristband to get in that's what started so that just starts off the whole experience um you have to have a code to get in so it's super super safe especially with everything that's going on in philly right now um we had to be on our p's and q's at all times it's so scary outside like it's so scary outside um so you come in the building it's the code to get in the door you come to my suite it's just you and me the level of intimacy between me and my client is so important to me a lot of females don't want to come into the salon because of you know, how they may feel or the insecurities that they may have within their hair or just not feeling comfortable to be around other women. You know, women can sometimes be chatty and catty and it's just not really a good vibe. So now you in the salon, you timid. You don't really want to say nothing. You don't really want nobody looking at you, all those kinds of things. You don't have that with me. When you come in, it's just me and you. Um, I greet you. I wash your hair. They don't be washing hair. They do not be washing the girls here. I'm going to wash you here. I'm going to scrub your scalp so good. Your scalp going to be nice and squeaky and clean. Um, I offer different treatments um, for like hair care just to make sure that we stay on top of the overall health of your hair. Um, and that's really, really important to me. So I do focus on it and I use my own products in the salon. Um, my tie conditioning cocktail is my product line. I had my product line for about five years now. Um and that's important to me, too, because you want to give your clients the type, the proper product knowledge um, when they're coming to you. And you want to use products that are quality, products that they can't get anywhere else. Well, you could get my products online. You can't get my products online. But um, the products themselves are really, really good uh, for all hair types and textures. So that's a bonus. And a lot of people 
like to come to me because of the products. Um, so you come, you get your hair wash, condition, treated with the product line. Then I offer you snacks, a water. We're going to quench your thirst, give you a little snacky snack while you're in the chair. And we're going to have a good conversation. Um, I'm going to ask you, if you're a first-time client, who referred you? How did you hear about me? And that's going to lead us into a conversation. I'm going to ask you how your day is going, what you have planned for this weekend. We're going to have a real genuine conversation so that when you leave, it's not like, damn, I just spent my money with this girl. But you feel like, yo, my hair is all it. And I also explain to my clients, um, I like, about everything like they and like I ask them what they usually do with their hair or you know I give them tips and tools that they can use outside of the salon um for their hair so our our bond and our connection is just different here like you just gotta catch the vibe like it's just a vibe I have a nice little neon light in there um on my wall that says good vibes only so that really lights up the the place um, and it gives it a nice, like a nice little, a nice little look. Um, a lot of people love the light and a lot of people love that sign. And it's true. Like, it's just good vibes here. I don't argue with my clients. I don't fight with my clients. I don't even have nasty clients. That's not even a thing. Um, so we just vibe. You get your hair done. I educate you on some things. I may give you some advice. You may give me some advice, but you're going to leave happy and you're going to leave satisfied and you're going to leave flawless. Um, and that's just the main goal every single time. I love that. And I love the fact that it's a two-way street. A lot of times, you know, when you're, when you're coming to somebody for a business or a service or just something, it can feel one-sided. It can feel like, you know, they're just the expert with everything and granted you know you are whether you're licensed whether you just have your own products whether you just you know you have your own expertise and everything like that but that's not to say that in just the scope of the experience the conversation the interaction like you said you give advice but they give advice just the same whether it's hair advice life advice anything the fact that you know a client a customer can feel like one okay I just paid for this service. I just did this and that. Not only did I get something out of it, but I was also able to give something, provide value and everything like that. I think that that's so important. So you beat me to the punch a little bit and I love that you did. So the Mai Tai conditioning cocktails, I really want to talk about that because I saw that you had the own product. I said, damn, that's fire. That's dope. What's going on? So why? What, what was that process like for you? Why did you decide to kind of get into a space like that to want to have your own product? I think I kind of already know, but of course I want to hear it. I want to know what's going on. That exclusivity, I need it. But yeah, so what was that like for you? Were there any kind of, was it a trial and error type of thing? What were the pros and cons to that? But what have you found to be the most beneficial with what you do and then also having your own products as well? Um, so originally the product line began when my oldest son was a baby. Um, I no, I'm lying. It started before that. This is what happened. I got my hair done by this girl. Thou shall remain nameless. God bless. However, she colored my hair and all my hair fell out. You know me from when I was a little girl. My hair always been down my back. My hair literally was coming out in clumps and clumps and clumps and clumps and clumps at the shampoo bowl and I was livid like it took my confidence from here to here and that might sound vain but like our hair is a part of me it's just like if you get a haircut and he snip your hairline you gonna wear a hat for a couple for a couple weeks until that joint come back in right so 
she tore my hair up so bad. Like my hair probably went down from like right above my tailbone to my shoulders. Like it was so bad. I had this one aunt, right? Every time she see me, she would be like, my, oh my gosh, you're here. And I'll be like, I know, I treat her, I know, my hair, I know, try to fix it, right? So I just studied natural products and natural ingredients um, for for quite a while. And it was like trial and error. I would order material that I thought I needed or um, ingredients that I thought went together and they didn't go together or it didn't work how it was supposed to. So I, um, it was really trial and error. Then I finally came up with... Um, the perfect formula for my shampoo and my conditioner. And it was, I mean, amazing. Like I tested it out on different people just to see how it was going to go, just to see, you know, make sure it didn't just only work on me. I wanted it to work on everybody. And um, I tested it out and it it was great. Like it worked, it worked so well. So then when I finally had the money, it was like, Right after like Christmas and my birthday, my birthday two weeks after Christmas, I used all my birthday money, all my Christmas money, put it together, and I ordered everything I needed, and I made my first batch. And at this time, when I finally did this, my son was about three months. My oldest son was about three months, and I was doing hair and stuff like that, and people was buying it from me. So I'm like, oh, shit, they like this stuff. I got to keep making my money so I can keep offering this product. And um, I did. So it took off. It was cool in the beginning. Um, I had like a nice amount on the sales. But then eventually as time passed, it was slow down. Then it would pick back up and it would slow down. So it was definitely a process. Um, I went through the whole LLC process and um all of that, I did all of that, getting it approved by the FDA. I did all of that, and I just, I just took it and ran with it. Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be super transparent with y'all. My product line right now is definitely not doing what it's supposed to, but that's because I haven't really been putting in the proper marketing and things like that. Um, I haven't really been like focused on it when I'm focused on it I'm focused on it and the pandemic like one month alone um I had made like a couple thousand dollars off just my products by itself and I was hustling I was grinding I was living in my grandma's house um with my oldest son and I was promoting I was making videos I was doing everything I had turned my grandma's sunroom into my office like it was crazy like I had it booming out of her house, um, and that was really good. But I I put the work in. When I don't put nothing in, it don't do what it's supposed to. And it's also very expensive to have the product line. I use all raw ingredients, all raw materials. So that kind of stuff costs. Then I'm getting bottles and tops. And when you buy bottles and caps, they're sold separately. So I might pay... 98 cent for a bottle and then I might pay 16 cent for a top. Uh, I might pay 98 cent for a jar. I might pay 23 cent for the top. So on and so forth. So um, all of those kinds of things add up and I did a really, really huge investment during the pandemic as well 
um, when I launched a new product, my edge control, I spent a lot of money and the edge control is like literally sitting in boxes in my hallway. Um, it's really, really hard to keep up with. And one thing that I struggle with the most is bringing my work home. Like when I come home with my family, I like to focus on my family. I don't want to talk to them about work or all that I'm trying to do because they know. And sometimes I might not notice it, but it might be annoying to somebody for them to hear about work all the time. That's literally, I'm always in work mode. I'm always in work mode. I'll be talking to my boyfriend like, babe, oh my God, guess what? I'm about to do X, Y, and Z. Or, oh my God, guess who followed me today? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, every night, it's like, damn, can we watch the fucking movie? I'm sorry. Can we watch the movie? Like, just give me a, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's like one of my biggest struggles. So like, when I come home, and I should be, I could dive into the product line and put some marketing stuff, some marketing strategies together. Sometimes I just don't. Like, I just want to chill. Like, I worked all day. I was on my feet all day. So I'm really right now, honestly, finding a, trying to find a balance between the two. Because even though they go hand in hand, it's still like a lot of behind the scenes work that go in with the product. Like, it's just me. I don't have no team. I have a um, a mentor and she's like an older lady, but she like, she helped me when I need help. But she an older lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have no money to pay. I'm broke, baby. Like, I don't got no money to pay nobody right now. So it's just me. Um, I did do a pop-up shop about a year ago. And I had my boyfriend and my cousin in here, like, helping me, like, pump the shampoo and conditioner in the bottles, scoop the um hair butter into jars and label everything like it was crazy we had a whole little sweatshop in my kitchen but um like yeah like it's a lot like it's really time consuming it's very expensive and I don't never want my family to feel like I'm just always focused on work like sometimes I need a break too so I honestly have not been given my product line what it needs like people know it's here and people know I have it, especially if you come to the salon or you scroll through my page and stuff like that. But I ain't really been into it like how I should be so that it could do what it needs to do because that's what's going to retire me. I truly believe that. But it's just a lot that goes into that. And I think that, you know, you, you just articulated it very well. The fact that, you know, a lot of people sometimes get on here and we can not even get on a podcast, but just you speak in general, you think in general, you can be very naive about things, about how, you know, you may feel like you're doing everything right. You may feel like you're just putting in the work, grinding day in, day out. Like you say, you come home, you're still in just that mode, but you also got to realize two things to that. One, you have to have that balance. Like you said, sometimes you just want to watch the movie. Sometimes you just want to chill out, just relax, just coast. Just, you know, I think about that with a podcast. You know, it's just some nights where I tell myself, all right, you need to edit tonight. You need to be able to drop tomorrow. Right. At home, I'm like, nah, we ain't editing. Right, right. Like, you know, like, I ain't, you know, you, you have to, especially because being a one-man band, one-woman band, that's not easy. It's not something that's just, you wake up every day and you just, Oh, I'm in it to win it. I'm enthusiastic. I'm just, I'm with it. I'm motivational. I can't, some days I wake up, I ain't got nothing for y'all, man. I just, you know, I, I might repost some old, or I might throw some, repurpose some old content and throw something out there just because, you know, I'm a human being too. I have feelings. I have everything like that. I have, yes, I do have a, a great support system and everything that I do, but it's hard. 
It's yeah. very hard. So, and, and especially hard, when right. you know when you know where you want to be, when you are your worst critic, when it's just everything just feels like it's coming down on you, coming down on you, coming down on you. Like, come on, yo. But at the same time, the fact that you're able to say it, I know what I need to do. I know that I could be doing better. I know that I got stuff sitting in the hallway right now. I know that I really could be making it happen. It's all just a part of that grind. It's all just a part of that grind. It's all just a part of that grind. So yeah, so basically it's just like, it's just a thing of you really have to realize that it's pros and cons to everything, but it's a it's a process. Like you said, we look at the, the little babies, the Jadas, the the Diddies, the city girl. If we can look at anybody who, you know, you look at their story, you don't really know what they had to do. You don't really know. I watched Little Baby documentary and I'm just like, wow, like yeah, what was portrayed in there. You would have never knew, like he based off of his story or based off of what we got introduced to him, what we heard and what we see and all of that, you just thought he was a rapper. You ain't, you ain't know that he didn't want to rap. You ain't know that he really didn't want to get into that. You ain't know that there was a lot of people in his corner telling him, yo, do this, do that, don't do that, don't do this. He was really nice that when he started, it wasn't, you know, it's a whole process. But for us, we just want, we just want one hit wonder. We just want wake up, be viral. We just want, yo, we putting out the content. Why it's not being received? Why they doing this? They doing the same thing I'm doing. Why they going viral? Why, why, why are you comparing yourself to somebody else? Why are you putting yourself, you can't put yourself in somebody else's shoes because you're not, y'all too yeah. different. The way your story was written ain't for everybody. And if you, I also think about it too. Like sometimes I think like, yo, well, if I was to already go viral, if I was to already be where I wanted to be, would it still be exciting for me? Would I still grind the same? Would I still want right. that? I feel like sometimes we need to not be where we at because it's going to keep you grinding. You can stay hungry. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Because I feel like once you, yes, everybody can say like, yo, I'm going to always grind. I'm going to always make it happen. But you got to understand, you see some M's come across the table. Yeah. You gonna take it day off? Be like, yeah, I ain't done nothing today. Without the M's, so why you not gonna do it when the M's come? When you know you good at sitting comfy, bro. I take a day. I take a day off from the podcast with no, like you said, I'm broke, baby. I'm definitely not where I'm at. What I want to be doing? I damn sure take a day off though. What makes you think yeah. when I when I'm where I want to be per se? I'm not gonna take a day off. You kidding yeah. me? Right. So, all right, so. I love something I love about the podcast is that I feel like sometimes we get into the nitty gritty. We get to expose things that may not have been exposed. Otherwise, like you said, this is your first time really kind of being able to kind of come on a platform, pop your ish, however you want to do yeah, it. Right. Want to disclose for what we can talk about. What's next? What can the people expect? Like you said, the 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 ceiling is the is it's the the sky is the floor for you right now. You got so much going on. You got so much that you're thinking about, so much that you're doing. So for, for what we can reveal, you know, the year is almost over. We're in October right now. What can people expect? What can they be looking forward to? You already hit Atlanta. I seen put the poll up. I seen people talking. Because I was going to throw Florida on there. But I seen people already done said to Miami. You said Miami going to catch these hands. You you was going other places. Come on, because I pay attention. So just let, let me know. Let the people know. What can we really expect from Miss Mata? What's really on the radar? What are you thinking about? What are you trying to accomplish? Um. I can't tell you everything because then it won't be exciting. You're not, you know what I'm saying? I can't give I can't give up too much tape, but I'm working. This is the fourth quarter, and I could say like the coach just put me in the game. Like doors is about to open up for me. Um and I said this on Twitter like uh, not too long ago. Like I could feel the shift in my career because I'm getting in new rooms, I'm meeting different people, I'm meeting people that's like dang, you want, how you hear about me? You choosing me? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
so surreal. Like things are happening fast. Um, and I'm grateful. That's just first and foremost. I'm grateful. I sat in the salon so many times without no clients. I sat in the salon and worked so hard for pennies. You feel me? So hard, so long. I did all of that. And I'm not done yet. And don't get me wrong, it's definitely still more room to grow. Like I'm never gonna be done. Like once I get my run, it's gonna be my run. Like I'm out running Tyson Gay, Shakari Davis. Like it's gonna be my run. Like I'm taking it full throttle. So um honestly, what's next for me is really just traveling, getting my name out there. Um I want to be a world-renowned stylist. Like, I don't want to just be, like, the girl from Philly that do hair in Philly and she do everybody here in Philly. Like, I don't want that for me. Like, I don't want that for me. I'm definitely grateful for my home base because these people are the reason why I'm traveling, the reason why I'm getting out there, the reason why I'm expanding. Um, so for me, really what's next is just really, like, getting out there. Um I want to, I want to travel. I want to travel for work. I want to get to these different places. Um, that's really it. Like, it's just traveling, like mainstream, just traveling. Um, I don't know where I'm going next. I really don't. But um, Atlanta is becoming um, a routine for me. Um I should be going to Atlanta at least once a month. If not once a month, then definitely every other month. I only didn't go this month because my son's birthday is Friday, October 21st. And my kids is my world. So it really didn't work out. The beginning of the month, I just got back from Atlanta. The end of the month, too close to the rent being due. So I'm going to go after the rent is due next month. <laughs> you feel me? So, um, yeah, just really traveling right now. I'm just trying to really get out there and just travel. It's important, man. I, I was just talking to somebody t tonight about how, because he was telling me basically, you know, he was just like, would you ever, you know, how do you feel about Philly now? Would you ever go back and different things like that? And I tell people all the time, look, I love my city to death. Like I will never, you know, forsake my city. I will never, yeah, I'm gonna talk bad about it. That's my city. I could do that. Right, right, right. That. But We could do that because we're from here. <laughs> come on, that's us. Like, but. Yeah. At the end of the day, I also told him when a place is just not serving you in the capacity that you wanted to, when you recognize that there's more when you travel. Look, I, I did my undergrad in North Carolina. I got my master's up in New York, came back to Philly for a little bit. By that time, I had been to Texas, to Cancun, down to Florida, west a little bit, like Chicago. It was just like once you see so many different places and so many different things and you just get exposed to that opportunity, Oh, it's different. It's just like, oh, I got to see more. I got to do more. I got to. And it's to the point where you want to take people with you. It's not like, yo, I'm just leaving the city and not. Nah, I want my little brother. I want my family. I want my boys. I want everybody to, to let's get right. I want to connect with people like you, like other. I, I want everybody just because I want y'all to also recognize, look, the same way I took my path, the same way I traveled here. I did this. I did that. You can do that, too, in your own lane, on your own time. I ain't saying you got to do what I do. You got to move state to state, go here, go there, go do that. But just also recognize that it's more to Philly. It's more to north, west, southwest, northwest, whatever you up top, whatever you want to call it, it's more to all of that. And I, I promise you, the same way you feel about Philly, your city, this is it. We got the realest of the real. We, I promise you, you go somewhere else, 
Come on, they're gonna show you, they're gonna they gonna show you something out there, but I've I've been shown things, so it's just like I need that, you know. But I right. also recognize that for people, sometimes you just need that. I've I've come across so many people, even some of my friends, who is just like they never really left that environment, they never really kind of broke out that shell, so they don't really know. But they see me, they see you, they see other people out here, they're just like, damn, like are you living it up? I'm proud of you having it, you right. this and that. And in the same breath, I'm like, bro. You could be doing the same thing, sis. You could be doing the same thing. I ain't saying you got to be on this scale. I ain't saying you got to be a business owner, entrepreneur, podcaster. You got to be Miss Matai. You can't. You can't be Miss Matai. But you got to. You got to. You want to do whatever you want to do. Do that. Right. On your own time and your own schedule and everything like that. Just do something to let you know that look, it's more to this than just what we got going on. So okay. So before we get into where the people can find you, where the ladies can tap in with you, how they can, where you're going to be next, where the tour, what it's looking like. Do you feel like there's anything we haven't touched on today? Any last words that you want to leave for people who, one, may be up and coming business owners and entrepreneurs, two, may be in your field, three, may, may just work that nine to five and may really just be okay with that, but just want to learn more, just want more gems, just listen to this interview. We're very intrigued, we want to tap in with you, want to learn more, anything that's kind of helped you through these years, because like you said, because I'm hearing a lot from you, I'm hearing that, you know, you reckon that this was not an easy journey by no means. There were some unexpected things that kind of got thrown along the way, but you took everything in stride. You appreciated it. It made you better. You learned from it. And now you really succeeded. But I also know I'm hearing you hungry. This ain't it. This is just like, I'm this is really, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm all yours. What, what Denzel said, damn, that brother's starving. But it's just yeah. like, you know, like you recognize that it's so, you literally are, down, if I could put you in the most bottom part of my screen, you're down here. You you want to be all the way. You want to be past this. You want to be above my I want to be past the stars. Well, come I'm on now. So let me know. Yeah. So what's, so what's that like for you and what can you what can you tell other people as far as you know the process that you're on the lane that you're in and everything that you got going on? Um first and foremost, I feel like I keep saying first and foremost, but um most importantly, um pray. And I know that might sound cliche, but it's so much power in prayer. And this is coming from somebody who back really be against the wall. Like it might look like glitz and glamour, like I'm living a life, like I'm up a hundred thousand, whatever. It might look like that on Instagram, but I'm telling you in the flesh, straight up, like it's so much power in prayer. And my back has been against the wall many times, many, many times. But I pray and I give it to God. And anybody who know me could tell you my favorite word is optimistic. I tell everybody, be optimistic. You know what I'm saying? It could be it could be worse, but it also gets greater later. Like this is just temporary for right now. And anything worth having don't come easy. It just don't come easy. Like we all got to grind and work hard to get where we at. We all want to be rich. We all want to live a luxurious life. We all want to travel. We all want to have nice things. We all want a big house with a with a pool and all those kinds of things. But it really comes with putting the work in. And when I, when I pray, I ask God to increase my faith. Increase my faith because I trust you. I'm trusting you. And I want you to know that I'm trusting you. So increase my faith. Allow me to see what you see. You know what I'm saying? Allow me to just be quiet and listen and let you lead the way. Allow me to follow your lead. Um, and, and that's really important to me when I when I pray. I always say those things. And I also say this. I just came up with this quote. I might have to get this tatted. Um, I also say, 
my motion comes with no limits. I will create motion wherever I go. And but the first time I went to Atlanta to do hair back in September, um, I told myself that because people was like, oh, you going out there like, how are you going to get clients? How else I'm going to get clients? I got to promote myself. I got to talk to people. I got to meet people. I have to network. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to come out of your comfort zone. You can't stay where you're comfortable at because if you stay where you're comfortable at, you're never going to get to the next, the next level. You're never going to get there if you stay where you're comfortable at. You have to come out of your comfort zone. And for me, talking to people that I don't know was coming out of my comfort zone. When I talk and I'm nervous, I say every big word I can think of. And I talk, I talk so fast. Sometimes I don't even be knowing what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, damn, hold up. Let me backtrack and just refocus. Like, you're going to have to talk to random people. That's just the career field that I'm in. And that's just life, period. Um, So... Come out of your comfort zone. Bet on yourself. I'm betting a hundred mil on myself, a billy, a trilly, whatever. I'm betting on myself every single time. You know why? Because I know what I'm capable of and can't nobody tell me otherwise. So, you know, even if you might not think I'm the best, but I think I'm the best and I'm going to bet you everything you got. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to prove to you that I'm the best. Like, this this is what I do. I'm me and nobody else could be me. Don't nobody got the sauce how I got the sauce. Nobody got the sauce how you got the sauce. So I bet on myself every single time. And I just trust God. Like, that's just it. Like, that's it. Hey, man, look, I, I, I done interviewed a lot of different people, man. A hundred, a hundred and eleven plus to be exact. But... <laughs> Hey, Philly got that flavor, man. Philly just talk different. Like, we just it's really different. Just, like, it's not even biased. Like, yeah, I'm from Philly. It is what it is. But, yo, if y'all don't different. hear it in her voice, like, hear it in the past, just certain things that she's saying about herself that it's just like, yo, it's undeniable. It's just like, it doesn't matter what you say, what you throw, who you put up against me on that other side. I'm me. I don't even see the other side sometimes. I don't even see. Me, I see no competition. I am the only competition. I'm trying to be better than I was yesterday. I'm trying to make more money than I made yesterday. I'm trying to have more clients than I had yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where I'm that's where I'm at with it. Like it's no competition. And I used to compare myself when I was younger to other young stylists who was getting it, who was booked, who was running it up. But I told myself a long time ago, they path is not my path. Their journey is not my journey. I don't know what they did, who they did, whatever they did to get to where they at right now. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to, it's just straightforward. Anything in my peripheral, I don't see. I just don't see it. And you got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with knowing that. And you, you got to sacrifice too. Oh, for sure. You oh. got to sacrifice. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I don't think we would be sitting here across from each other today without sacrifice. If we just absolutely thought everything was going to work our way, if we just stayed selfish, if we didn't be inclusive of other things, if we didn't even sometimes we something I heard tonight was they were just like so at this event they were asking one of the questions was what was the hardest lesson you had to learn from being a leader and one of the ladies she said how to just say no to certain things. Even a guy said it too, because he was a lawyer and he was just like, you know, I had to learn that, yes, as much as I wanted to help everybody, as much as I wanted to take every case and be there for people, make the money, whatever, whatever, some cases just weren't worth my time. Some things, you know, I just couldn't do. You have to know that, you have to learn that, you have to know that, yes, as much, you can be a, it's still a very positive, influential, impactful individual, 
without being a yes man or a yes woman, you also do have to know your work. Your right. You know, you have to work. You, you still, like I said, we're all at the end of the day, we could get on here, give you hella gems, tell you we started from the bottom, now we're here. We still human beings. We still feel, we still think, we still go through things. We still, you know, we need that balance. We still, look, we can't do this. Like I said, it's some days I wake up, everybody kind of comes to me and tells me, yo, I appreciate the consistency. I love what you got going on. The fact that you sitting down with people, the fact that it's 1030 right now, and you really getting it in that, well, no, that's not just about me. That's about this person sitting next to me too, because they had to sacrifice just like I had to sacrifice. But I will also be the first to tell you that there are some days that I didn't sacrifice, some days that I acted selfishly, some days that I just didn't do what I necessarily had to do. But why? Because you need that. You need that. You still have to be a human being. You can't be a robot and just think that everything is just here. Nah, because even when you get to where you at, like I said, time and time again, we taking days off now. We being selfish now. We 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 being lazy now, procrastinating now. You don't think you're going to do that when them M's hit, when them clients hit it? When you wake up and everything just DMs flooded, books flooded, appointments, but you can't even, you looking at your, you looking at your calendar, like, how am I to do all that today? Right. Huh? Like, so, you know, you, you need everything that comes with it. You can't just pick and choose what you want to take and what you want to appreciate. So, right. Maya, man, I'm, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy that the fact that one, we was able to reconnect to that. You're just doing the damn thing, yo. Like, like I said, from middle school till now, would have never guessed. We, I, not either one of us would be in these positions. I couldn't have called no podcast back in sixth grade, seventh grade. I couldn't have called Miss Mata, the Mata conditioning cocktails, none of that, man. But the fact yeah. that you really, you know, you're making it happen, but the, but you also recognize it's more. This ain't it. We ain't done yet. So just keep right. it going. Just keep making it happen and just keep being an inspiration from Philly, Atlanta, and beyond. So before we wrap things up, before we close out, can you? Just tell the people, tell the ladies, tell everybody where they can find you at, the best place to tap in with you. Um, if they was looking to kind of utilize any of your services, where they could find you, what you're thinking about, give give us everything. Yes. Um, you can find me on Instagram at missms.maitar, Miss Mata. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I think my Twitter name is underscore Miss Mata. I believe so. <laughs> Um, and to book me for any of my services that I provide, you can find me on StyleSeat at www.styleseat.com slash herebymy. Um, and again, thank you so much for having me. I'm extremely proud of you as well. Um, this was great. Like, book me for your next, like, I'm about to put my uh, book info for podcast and my interview. Like, it's, I mean, my bio, like, it's up. Like, it's up. Um, so, yes, again, thank you so much for having me. It took us a while to get on here, but um, I definitely appreciate this, and this was really, really good. So it's yeah. all good. It happened just how it needed to happen. You know, like I said, we wasn't going. We was going to figure it out one way or another. Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. It's all good. But the fact that you know we both doing what we do, our respective crafts, our respective lanes, and really just making it happen, man. It's only going to be that much more excited when we really get there so right. look, man to everybody who continues to tap in with us to everybody who shows love we are in october we got a live event coming in december i'm dropping some promos soon so definitely be on the lookout for that but look tap in with my my girl miss mata man definitely make it happen look ladies i done seen some of the styles and some of the things she's been posting it's kind of crazy like i'm thinking about growing my hair out just so i can go get right but I need y'all to go get right. I need y'all to tap in. Even if it's nothing more than, look, 
just get some gems. Just just figure out, you know, you she may just be able to motivate you. Like you said, she can give advice, but she can also take advice. And she's definitely receptive of all of that, just the same. So don't ever feel like, you know, you, you coming into this situation with somebody feeling like they got a one-up on you or anything like that. This is a two-way street here. So I thank y'all, man. I appreciate all the love. I appreciate everything that we got going on. But just stick with us, man. So thanks for y'all tap in. This has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner.